Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Gina Richie Richardson. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? What's up? We are on episode 107. Yes, I know y'all been waiting for this. I know y'all were super excited when I dropped the last episode a week. Was it a week ago? Maybe maybe a week and a half ago. I don't know. The bi-weekly episode that y'all got. Y'all was happy about it. All I can say is thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the listens, child. Y'all made that episode run up where I was talking about financial manipulation during the holiday time. So if you haven't listened to that one, make sure after this episode, well, not even after this episode, because as you will see, I dropped two new episodes this week. Yes, I dropped two. So after you listen to these new two, make sure you go ahead and go on over to the financial manipulation during the holidays episode because it was really good. And according to the numbers, y'all really, really mess with it. Okay. So I appreciate that. So y'all know, I always got to start with gratitude without y'all listening. I would not be here. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody running them listens up for sharing all of the things that y'all do. And I still don't know how or why I deserve this, but I am just grateful and I am thankful to have y'all as my rich gang. And speaking of the rich gang, I want to make sure that y'all know I have a Patreon page now. Oh, don't mind my voice, y'all. been singing. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. (laughs) My voice is determined right now. We are not going to let you be great. So we giving you raspy realness. Okay. (laughs) But Don't forget about the Patreon page. That is where I've decided to start my Rich Gang community. All right, over there, if you messing with the Patreon, that means you really rocking with the podcast. And I know all of y'all are, but the Patreon is going to be now my paid platform. I just got to be completely real with y'all. The podcast is free. This is my labor of love that I've been doing for over two years. That is free. On the paid platform over there on Patreon, that is going to help with making sure that this podcast continues to come to you. And so that I can have guests so that I can start doing an abundance of things. And so your support over there is going to be helping the Mindfully Rich brand as a whole and help me to be able to bring more creative content to you and bring all of the things that I feel like this community needs just because I want to be that voice in the financial space that I'm able to give y'all just a lot of perspective, of content, of Q&As, the things that you're wanting, right? Things that people have been asking for, I'm going to be doing over there. And so the platform starts at $5 through $15 a month. And so Baby, let me tell you what, it's going to be worth it. Your girl is front loading it right now with all of the things, but it won't be active until the beginning of the year. So that's something that I've been working really, really hard on. So make sure you go to Patreon and check out the Mindfully Rich podcast page over there. And don't forget, I am a whole financial firm over here. Okay. Mindfully Rich is a consultant firm, consulting and coaching firm. And so if you want to check out my services over there, make sure you go to my website, www.iammindfullyrich.com. So you can check me out. All right. 
Let's go ahead and get to the real reason that y'all are here. And let's jump on into the Let's Talk About Money segment. For those of y'all that are new, I will take a topic. I used to take topics from song titles. You know what? Today's is a song title. I almost forgot. <laughs> here I am. I used to. I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> so for those of y'all that are new, a lot of the episodes, majority of the episodes, the topic points are taken from a song title. And so today I actually have one this Christmas, especially with it being Christmas time. I want to talk to y'all about are you buying gifts or providing an experience this Christmas, right? And so I don't know how y'all grew up. But for me, growing up right outside of Chicago, I was in a suburb called Markham and in Harvey um, because I lived in both places. And I remember I had some good Christmases. I had some, not some, I had a couple of disappointing Christmases, but I truly feel like those built my character, right? And so now being a mom, being a co-parenting mom, I used to get into this rhythm, right? So I'm just going to tell y'all some of my business because I don't know how to really talk about this without actually being fully transparent. So with my kids, I was married for 12 years. And so my kids, they go back and forth between their dad and I. And so now I'm on a schedule where I get the kids for Christmas because for the last three years, the kids have normally been with their dad for Christmas. And so I can remember when their dad and I were in the same location and we would like split them for Christmas, like half of the day they would be with me, half of the day they would be with him, which now looking back, I'm just like, wow, that is crazy. I can't believe that we did that just because I know as parents, we feel like, oh, this is, you know, a way that they could spend Christmas with both of us. But I'm learning the older that my kids get they really don't mess with that stuff. Like they really feel like it's more of a hassle to be trying to go because they're the ones that's being toggled back and forth, right? But this is just my life, okay? So I used to compete, right? This was an internal competition that I was doing, right? Not their dad, me, because they would go over to dad's house and it would be like Christmas city over there. Like it would just be gifts, 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 okay? Disneyland, all right? Now me... A lot of y'all that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know, after I went through a divorce, I went through a hard time. So money wasn't coming in. Okay. It was more month than money at the time. And child, I can remember going into debt, credit card debt, just to try to get my kids every single thing that I thought that they needed, right? They would have two Xboxes, two Switches, two of the, whatever the game systems, the games and everything else. And it's like, I had to look back at that because I was new to co-parenting and I was new to doing Christmas by myself. And I was just like, what were you doing? Right? What were you even thinking? Right? You don't have to go into debt for Christmas. Right? And a lot of people, they do, right? Just because they want to give gifts. Everybody's love languages aren't gifts, right? Now my kids, while they love gifts, my daughter's love language is not gifts. Hers is going to be the quality time and the things that we're doing. Now, my son, oh my God, look, 17-year-old son, child, y'all, his love language is, is money, okay? <laughs> give me the money, give me the gifts where they at. If I don't have it, you don't love me, okay? 
<laughs> it's funny to me. So that's another thing. You really want to make sure that you're getting to know what your kids' love languages are because you can go broke trying to buy gifts and your kids' love languages and even gifts, right? And so I do a balance, right? Now I'm at the point where I don't buy gifts anymore. Like as soon as my kids got home for Christmas, they was just like, we not getting no gifts this year, huh? I was like, nope. <laughs> I ain't bought gifts for Christmas in four years, just to let y'all know where we're at. And my kids, my daughter turns 15 tomorrow because it's Monday. Yes, it's Monday, so Tuesday. Yes, my daughter turns 15 tomorrow. My son is 17. They haven't gotten gifts in four years because I learned after that year, that first year of co-parenting, when I was going in debt, trying to buy multiple gifts and all of these things, I said, we're not doing that no more, right? I want to do something that is going to be worthwhile. And so what I started doing was providing an experience. And it so happened that the experience year came the same year that my mom passed away. So this was December of 2018 when I started providing experiences for my kids versus us doing gifts or me trying to go out and buy all of these gifts and do all of these things. You know, some of that also came from back in the day, like for those of y'all that have listened, y'all know I used to be big on Black Friday, going to get the gifts for the kids. Cause when they little, they're not going to, they're not, I'm not going to say they're not, they're not going to understand it as much when they're little about an, an actual experience. If you're providing an experience, they'll probably be like, okay, this is good and all, but what, but what, but what next? So it's like, as they got older, like I said, now we're in the experience phase. And so that year that my mom passed, which she passed in October of 2018 and December of 2018 is when I started the experiences. We went down to Universal Studios in LA, right? So... That was my first year trying to do that. And I felt a little uneasy when I did it because I was just like, I wonder how they're going to like this. And to date, that has been their favorite experience. Like that has been the thing that they talk about the most. And what I've learned from providing an experience versus buying gifts is that we create so many memories. Like that was something that we did for the first time together. I had never been to Universal Studios down in LA. They hadn't been. So it was one of those things where we were just like having a good time together, right? We took so many pictures and had so many videos. Thank God that we have smartphones that we're able to do this and able to record these moments because those have been moments in time that we go back to and say, dang, that really was a good time. Now, even though that trip, I got sick and I drove down there from Sacramento, like, and I can't stand driving, y'all. I cannot stand driving, right? But the road trip alone with the kids for me was just great. It was amazing. We we took turns on who played music because my son listens to different music than me and my daughter. And so it's one of those where we're like, all right, lo-fi beats for a little bit, right? And then we're going to turn it up to the trap, you know, with me and my daughter, okay? Because Gucci is one of our faves, okay? Jeezy is my fave, all right? Lil Wayne is my fave, all right? And so, yes, old school trap, okay? Don't, don't play with me. <laughs> Migos also is my fave as well. Take off more so because I just love his voice in the song. And so, you know, I listen to some of that new stuff, but not a lot. I feel like I'm getting old now because I'm like, I'll listen to that new hippity hop. Okay. <laughs> I do listen to him. Let me stop playing. But anyways, um, 
Back to the experiences. And so the road trip, you know, that's a five hour road trip where we're there together. We're talking. We get a chance to have these intimate conversations where we can really just dive into some things because we're right there with each other. So that's something that I've just taken away and said, you know what? I really love this. And so I haven't had my kids for Christmas for three years. Like I just was telling y'all earlier. So 2018 was the last Christmas I was able to provide that type of big experience. Normally, I'm getting the kids prepared before they would go to their dads and we would do like ice skating or we would do, you know, um, gingerbread house or we're making cookies or we're doing movies and we're doing those type of experience, smaller experiences before they get ready for Christmas when they're going to their other parent. And so this year I get a chance to do it big again. And so... We're going down to Universal Studios, Hollywood. Wait, am I saying that right? Universal Studios, LA, Hollywood. I don't know, child. That's where we're going. We're doing that. A piece of me wanted to take them to California Adventures because they have the Avengers Park, but I don't feel like it's worth it. And y'all, them tickets, them tickets is expensive. So that's what we're going to really talk about when providing an experience we want to be mindful of that cost, right? Because sometimes those experiences can be more than what the gifts would have been themselves, but you can plan it out in a way. So that way it could either be the same or it could, it could be to whatever it is that your financial situation calls for, whatever you're able to do. So please don't think that those experiences have to be something that's a whole bunch of money. It just happens that this particular experience is going to cost the tickets to go down there alone are going to be, you know, expensive. Luckily, the gas has went down. So I'm feeling like I'm going to do this on at least three full tanks. I'm thinking three full tanks. That's what I'm adding up. Three full tanks. Three full tanks would have added up to be what the ticket cost would have been if we were to fly down there. So for the most part, I've been planning this just because I knew that this was something that we were going to do because I haven't been able to provide and do a big Christmas experience in a long time. So this is something that I've been waiting for. I've been planning for, but I wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm stressing while you're building these memories for these experiences that you're planning. If this is something that you decide to do versus gifts or hell for you big spenders, if y'all want to do both, okay, get it how you live. Okay. But for me, it's either or that's just, that's just what my money is saying right now. All right. And so for these experiences, it's just making sure that if you decide to do that, plan it out so that way it is cost effective for you. Because remember, you still have to live after Christmas time. And that was one of the biggest things that I, my takeaway when I was trying to go so big, when I was buying gifts, like I would be buying gifts. Like there was, there was never going to be a time ever in life that Christmas was coming up again, or I was ever going to buy gifts again. Like I was just doing too much. And that was a me thing because one of my top five strengths is competition. My fourth strength actually is competition. So I be in competition with me. It's not that I'm in competition with nobody else. I feel like at that time, I'm going to go ahead and admit, I feel like I was in competition with the other parent. He wasn't in competition with me. It was definitely a me thing. Okay. And so I was doing that. Like I didn't have no bills. Nothing else was coming up after the Christmas holiday. And I had to stop. I had to really get out of that. So I had that one bad Christmas and that was it. And I said, we will never do this again. And so when it comes to my Christmas experiences now, planning those out, making sure that they are going to be cost effective. This is my first year being in full time 
entrepreneurship. So I haven't been an entrepreneur the full year. Well, I've been an entrepreneur the full year, but a full-time entrepreneur for half the year. And so I had to be very conscious of what it was that we were doing. And you want to know what? When we're talking about experiences, getting y'all outside of the house, because you know how sometimes you could always just buy something, right? You could buy something and give it to somebody, but it's like, where, where is the... I don't want to say compassion. Where is the, I don't know, because it's like, I guess it just kind of goes off of your love language, but it's something about the experience where y'all are all doing stuff together, where you're out of the house, where you have to be talking and you're getting a chance to relate, get to know, like getting to know your kids on a different level other than is your homework done? Is your school, you know, what what's going on at school, you know, beyond the what you do as their parent is is a whole different ball game and i love when i'm getting a chance to see my kids personalities jump out and seeing these you know people that they're going to be in this world and getting a chance to build upon that and be that example and set these traditions that they can now take from and set in their own lives. And so it's just something about that. So I just, you know, want to encourage y'all, you know, even if y'all are the gift givers for your family members or your children and or nieces, nephews, whomever it is that you would have your Christmas holiday with, think about experiences, right? Even if that is something for just someone, a solo person, if it's just you, you know, instead of, you know, buying yourself a gift, what is an experience that you can go out there and do if it's you and children what is that experience that y'all can do if it's just you and a spouse or a partner what is that experience that y'all can do so this doesn't have to be directly for if you have children or not and I should have said that in the beginning because I want to be sensitive to that just because people spend the holiday season with a plethora of people and it doesn't just have to be children because everyone I'm aware doesn't have children it could be you know anybody Right. So use this in that sense. And so for the most part, I just wanted to talk about that. You know, what are you doing this Christmas and are you being mindful of what it is that you're trying to create? Is it just the same old thing with the gifts? You know, gifts can be cool. And it's like, I know the only time my kids now get gifts are going to is birthday, not is going to, but is for their birthdays. And I want those holiday seasons to be an actual experience, you know, so that's just my little two cents on it. Just wanted to bring that to y'all. I think I've talked about this before, but I wanted to talk about it in a different way this year. And so y'all don't forget, I am a whole financial consulting firm and coach out here. So if you would like to check out my services, I have one-on-one coaching, group coaching. I provide financial wellness empowerment workshops for businesses, nonprofits, schools, churches, any of the community type organizations that you can think of, I'm doing that. So Check me out, of course, for those of y'all that have been listening for a long time. I know I haven't had everything streamlined the way that I do now, but I do have my website, IamMindfullyRich.com. It is also in the show notes, wherever you're listening, you can click on that. So that way you can utilize my services. Support your girl, child. Okay, look, uh, this is how I eat. All right. <laughs> refer, refer, refer. All right. And if you would like to advertise on the Mindfully Rich podcast, don't forget to email my team mindfully rich 
at IamMindfullyRich.com. So that way they can get you the rate sheet and we can go ahead and start talking about your business. You know, if we link up, right? I want to make sure that whatever it is that I'm promoting or I'm advertising or talking about, it is in alignment with my values, with the mission of Mindfully Rich. So please go ahead and email over. It's also in the show notes. So just in case, um, the rates are very reasonable. So please, please, please go ahead and check that out. But... That's it, y'all. I've been talking too long. That's it. That is it. I was sitting there looking like, did I miss something? Mm Mm-mm. That's it. (laughs) I want y'all to make sure you live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, which is next episode, I'll hit y'all with another one.